This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast peeps? Randy Gage here, and let's talk about finding your path, discovering your destiny, um, and saving the world. <laughs> um, I think we're going to have some real fun with this conversation today. I'm creating this episode based on an email I got from a friend of mine asking for advice. And I was kind of debating uh, what I wanted to say in the response to him and also thinking about how applicable it was to so many of you. And in particular, started thinking about um, this episode that I've been threatening for a year now about a podcast I want to create for young people like high school graduates or college graduates, um, people at that stage of their life where they're trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up, or maybe they're at their <laughs> fourth midlife crisis like I am trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do this episode, and I think it's a fascinating topic that could really um, intrigue you. So let's begin with the email I got from my friend. And hopefully the sound is better. I don't know what was up with the sound last episode. Not the Prosperity TV one, but the one before that. I don't know if maybe I put the mic on my shirt but didn't have it plugged into the phone. So I ran a couple tests. This one seemed to be doing better. So uh, I hope that is the case. And I'm just, I've got about five or six uh, papers here that I'm kind of shuffling around um, to take you through this process. So here's the email. I spent the last three months living with you. Listen to more than 200 episodes of the Prosperity Podcast. Something in my heart says that I found something to change the world with it. I want to take serious steps for that. That's why I signed up for the tribal event. But, dot, 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 five months left before that event. How can I take, how can I take important steps before that to get utmost from that event. I want to add value to this part of the planet which they call the third world. Okay, so he's looking for, what he's asking for here is 
some specific action steps he can take uh, to prepare for my tribal event. But I don't think that's really the question he's asking. Uh, I think the question is he's, he's asking is, how do I find my path? <laughs> how do I discover what I'm supposed to be when I grow up? I mean, that's what I'm reading into what he's writing me. And maybe I'm just projecting that, totally possible, because uh, I'm really doing um, just some really, really deep introspection work, as you know from a couple of episodes ago when I talked about uh, sorting through all this stuff and to say, okay, I can no longer buy another piece of clothing, another car, another pair of shoes, uh, I have to balance, I, I have to find my sweet spot between um, this desire to do, have, and become more, and also to be grateful and live in appreciation of the multitude of blessings that I already have in my life. So I'm going through a lot of this, uh, and maybe I'm projecting that onto this, uh, question, but I don't think so. I, I really feel like that's what's uh, speaking between the lines of what my friend uh, wrote me. And, and I feel like it speaks to the questions that I get from millennials and Gen X and Gen Y people on social media. Um, where they're just kind of looking for, they, they have this vision of who they want to become, they have this desire to make the world a better place, they would like to become uh, wealthy and not have to worry about paying the rent or keeping the light bill on or getting groceries, uh, and they want their life to have meaning, they want it to, to be about something. Um, so I think that's worth absolutely spending some time with on this episode. So. Um, here's the first three points that come to mind to my friend and to the people looking for what is the journey they're supposed to be on. Number one, your job is not to save the world. Number two, allow your life to speak. And number three, your first responsibility is to become successful yourself. Or let's say to become prosperous yourself. So let's break those down. Let's get into number one. I said your number one job is not to save the world. Well, that's technically not true because I actually believe it's everyone's job to save the world. We're all on the, I was flying home from <laughs> uh, uh, wherever, anyway, uh, the last flight I was on, and I was on in row 6B, uh, which is the aisle seat, the last row of first class. So there's this little curtain, and then of course there's the economy section, the, the prison barge, right? And so I, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, I was hearing this conversation 
taking place behind me and the guy was telling the guy next to him, you know, these armrests are shared space. <laughs> and, you know, so I can only imagine what was going on back there, you know, fighting over who owns the armrest. But that's the planet, right? We're all, we're on shared space with the planet. And we all have to be uh, uh, stewards of the planet. Um, but here's the thing. Um, this has to be a group effort. And you are not the person responsible to solely save the world. So let's get that pressure off of you to begin with. Number two, allow your life to speak. Um, here's what I would say. The I believe that the prevailing perception in the world right now is that external voices, external stimuli are supposed to help you discover your path. The jobs you have, the people you interact with, the, the education you get in uh, school, the principles that you're uh, church, mosque, or temple teaching, you know, that your religion teaches you. And I believe that is a bad premise. I just don't think it's true. Um, I think it has to be internal stimuli, internal voices that help you determine um, who you are supposed to become, who you have the potential to become. Uh, and you kind of understand society needs cogs the industrial uh, I don't even know what to call it in light of where we're at today with technology and everything but let's just say the 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 whatever complex we call it the the monetary system, political system, economic system uh, needs cogs, needs worker drones for the collective. Um, and I think most people spend the first quarter of their life discovering what their gifts are, right? So you learn, you have an appreciation for music and you love to play the violin or you're fascinated by space and stars and planets and you get a telescope and you study the stars and you go to the planetarium and uh, you kind of discover what your passions are, what your gifts are. You start to see what you're good at, what speaks to you. When I say allow your life to speak, I mean, listen to what, you know, it's not that you're supposed to live this life that speaks to the world around you. I'm saying your interactions with the world around you will speak to you about what your life uh, can become. So most people, they spend the first quarter of their life discovering their gifts and their talents. And then they spend about half their life or three quarters of their life getting talked out of those gifts and talents. Uh, 
suppressing them, um, being dissuaded from practicing them by the people in their life. Uh, you want to go to art school? But what about, how are you going to make money? You want to be a dancer? But how will you feed your children, right? Um, so most people spend the, the next half or three quarters of their life trying to conform to the collective, trying to, be, to fit in as a cog or a, a worker drone. And that's what's killing people. It's what's killing spirit. It's what's killing creativity. It's what's killing innovation. Um, so, uh, you know, many people, that's the path until they die. So they spend uh, a quarter of their life um, uh, discovering their gifts and then three, <coughs> excuse me, three quarters of their life suppressing them. Or if you're the kind of person who listens to the Power Prosperity podcast and believes in self-development and personal growth. Uh, hopefully, you're like millions of people who spend half of their life suppressing their gifts and talents, and then they have the breakthrough. And if you're looking for a sign from the universe that it's time for your breakthrough, this episode on this podcast is your sign. Right, um, And that means you can spend the rest of your life reclaiming those gifts and applying them, letting your life truly speak. Um, because now it's not about the external factors, it's about your nature, your innate gifts, your innate nature. Um, I think of looking back at my life, uh, there were all these clues along the way. Um, if you know my story, you know I was in jail for armed robbery at 15 years old and uh, I was able uh, to get out on uh, probation and uh, uh, Baxter Richardson, who was this uh, parent, the father of, of a girl I went to school with and she dated my best buddy, David. Uh, so he came to see me and spoke up for me and uh, spoke to the court and then he got me uh, enrolled in this alternative high school that he was a part of. It was called the School Without Walls. And um, so if you wanted to be an electrician, you would actually spend time working with an electrical contractor out in the field doing it. You would go out and, and do the things. So it was this whole experimental idea. and. Uh, he had vouched to the judge that he would get me in this school if I got out on probation because I had been expelled from my school. Um, and so um, one of the things in this school was that students could actually teach classes if they had the wherewithal to come up with a concept, creative curriculum, and then get a faculty member who would uh, be the overseer of it. So I taught a class on contemporary political science because I was then and even now still are fascinated by politics. So the interesting thing is 
um, it, it, like I say, my life had all these clues because if I, uh, you know, look back, I said, well, so here I was teaching a class in high school, but I wasn't meant to be a school teacher that didn't speak to my nature, my soul. I became a speaker. I became an author. But if you look at all of the, I became a podcaster. I became a blogger. But if we look at what are all of the commonalities in, in these, it's me teaching, right? So if I listen, if I allow my life to speak, I find it's telling me I am meant to teach. And so I've created this life where I get to do that, where I am living my truth and I spend my day and my days and my time doing what it is I'm meant to do, which is to teach. And so to all of you out there, I, I say the same thing. Look for the clues in your life. Let your life speak for you. Let your life speak to you and let that guide you to where you're supposed to go. The, what I, you know, my whole thing is I always, uh, you know, I want us to get to the highest possible version of ourselves. And, you know, to do that, it isn't about uh, meeting other people's standards and expectations. It's about living your true, uh, authentic self, right? So that's what this journey toward joining the human race is all about. So let's look at number three, which is your first responsibility is to become successful yourself. And um, our, our, I believe that the deepest calling we each will get is that calling to our our authentic self. Um, and, and we can't get displaced, distracted by some image of who we think we should be or what some external force tells us we should be. Um, think of a Venn diagram. Venn diagrams are those things where you you draw the circles and then where the circles all intersect in the middle, that's kind of the sweet spot. And I'm gonna say the, uh, the, the thing I want you to really look at is the virtue of selfishness. So the virtue of selfishness was a collection of essays that Ayn Rand wrote and uh, Atlas Shrugged was the most influential book in my life. She wrote that. But I think, uh, and she's famous for that, and famous for The Fountainhead. She's not as well known for this collection of essays on the virtue of selfishness. Um, and I'm a big believer in that. And, and if you haven't read that little book, man, you got to do it. Um, because selfishness, enlightened selfishness, is how we save the world. Um, the, the, uh, like 
people think the the way to save the world is to find injustices in your Twitter feed and then retweet them by and uh, try to shame the guilty parties responsible. And uh, there are people who spend 10 hours a day just retweeting, finding injustices that they can retweet to fight the force of evil. And, and what are they actually doing? Same thing, you know, I get so many requests for money all the time. Um, and everybody has an idea, so they have a, they want to um, uh, uh, start a home for unwed llamas and uh, they need $500,000 to get it started. And I'm always like, you know, why don't you write the first check? Why don't you make a commitment? Why don't you, well, I can't, I don't have any money, you know? Well, there, why is, don't you have any money? And how are you able to help the world if you don't have any money? The best thing you could do if you want to save the world is to become successful yourself. You want to save the environment? Become successful. You know, do, do you really think the way to save the environment is to be broke and go out on a protest, um, you know, with the, your sign, save the rainforest? Well, we had to cut down a tree to make that sign. So maybe that's not the best thing. How do we save the rainforest? We buy it. You know, there's a reason why we're losing the rainforest, because the indigenous people are selling it off because they need money to live. So what about if we buy those acreage, that acreage from them, and deed it into a trust and preserve it. Well, I support organizations that do that, right? But to do that, you gotta have money, right? So you wanna help people, help yourself first. So back to this Venn diagram thing. Uh, I'm gonna suggest you put uh, three circles. So circle number one is your gifts. So remember, you're gonna go back to the gifts that you have, that the world has been trying to talk you out of, but you decided, listening to this episode, that you're ready for your next breakthrough, and you're gonna spend the rest of your life recapturing, reactivating your gifts. Circle number two, put the world's most pressing needs. Right? Absolutely. The planet is facing critical emergencies. There are people around the world desperately needing help. There are refugees who need help. There are dis economically disadvantaged people who need your help. There are people with diseases and, and medical conditions that need our help. There's environment that needs our help. There's animals that needs our help. So think of, in this circle is, the, the needs that the world has. So we draw that circle. And then the third circle is your harmony, your bliss. That, that state where you are in total, you're just totally immersed in prosperity because you are acting on your gifts and can, you know bringing value to the world while at the same time you're growing as a person so take those three circles we have your gifts 
we have your harmony, and we have the needs of the world. And where those three circles intertwine in that center, that's your ideal path. That's the, that's the direction you go in to create the highest possible version of yourself. So let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, appreciate you guys sharing the podcast. I hope you found this as intriguing and as compelling, as enlightening as I believe this subject really is. And I, I really felt it was deserving of our time to, to go down this rabbit hole and really look at that, which is, um, again, whether you're a Gen X, Gen Y, millennial, or going through your fourth midlife crisis at 90, um, I think this is really worth some serious introspection and critical thinking. So go out and have an amazing day. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture. Uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.